I'm not blaming you. You just said you had a lot to talk about, so I thought you made a dog. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy whatever day you're listening to this. So this week, we were supposed to have our Mind, Body, and Soul series episode of the month where we kind of talk about mental health, spirituality, all that stuff with our guest. However, there were a last-minute change of plans, but... We're still going to have her on, my anxiety coach, but she's going to be on next week. So not to worry, the questions that you guys had and the topics that we were planning on talking about, we're still going to talk about. So we had a little change of plans this week with a more abrupt topic surrounded and derived from the very popular Netflix series right now that has been consuming everybody's binge time, Sex Life. I don't know if that many people have seen it. I think it's low-key. The only reason why I saw it was because everyone on tiktok was like go to this one scene and then i went to that one scene and i was like hey i'm very interested to see what the fuck this this show is about anyways but before we get into that let's give you a little update on our week so italy is going to the fucking final of the euro cup and i'm basically england england won today england won mm-hmm. isn't that bad because they're like pretty good they're pretty good yeah i hope i hope italy wins we were on St. Clair yesterday. We literally were celebrating for, I think, six hours yesterday. Like, literally. And I haven't celebrated a Euro Cup win because, cause, like, we've been at home. And we do not want to go to Woodbridge because driving, like, from Richmond Hill to Woodbridge would be way too long. And the traffic's fucking insane, especially because everyone goes crazy there. But we, like, picked up our Zia and our cousin. We had, like, a bunch of Italian flags. And we are just, like, going up and down St. Clair. And it was pretty crazy for a semi-final game so i feel like in the finals it's gonna be even more crazy and it's also just funny because people were like oh wait till italy faces real teams like belgium and like england blah blah blah, blah. like okay sick like i'm not gonna say who said that because i'm not trying to like point out countries but it's just funny because it causes so much war between countries and it's kind of like i don't know i think it's kind of silly but it kind of like made me like emo a little bit yesterday while we were driving emo like, it made me feel emotional. Like, not, like, crying emotional. Emo? emo is emotional. No one says that. I say it. Um, it made me feel, like, emotionally happy yesterday when we were driving through, like, St. Clair with our Zias and, like, my cousin. Because, like, this whole last year and a half has just been hectic. And, like, we've all kind of been separated from each other. Meaning, like, just people in general. Like, the human race in general. And it was so nice to see, like... Some people weren't even Italian, but, like, everyone was just, like, cheering, high-fiving each other, like, just having, like, a great time and, like, like just so happy and laughing. And I haven't seen that in so long. So it made me feel so happy. I was like, wow, like, this is what life is all about, these moments, like, celebrating these moments. And I actually just felt really grateful that we did that. It was, it was in the spur of the moment. We just kind of just went on a drive, and it was actually so much fun. Obviously, COVID still existed, but exists. Like, it's serious still and whatnot. But it was kind of like in that moment, COVID didn't really exist, if that makes sense. Like, people were, like, around each other. And I know a lot of people are vaccinated, too. So now it's, like, not as 
I guess, scary, but, like, it was just nice to see that and to be actually around people. So I'm excited to go back there for the final game because it's going to be wild. I just love that feeling. You know, that rush you get? Like, like obviously, I care that Italy won, but, like, do you really care that much? It's soccer. It's almost like an excuse, like, just to come together. It always has Well, no, has you're been. Italian, so, like... No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, in general, it's just such a great excuse to come together and, like, just be like together like just as a community as like italians like i don't know it was really fun yeah and, but like, if they lose it's just kind of like it's like a, yeah it's gonna be a fucking downer if they lose but still like we're all gonna get together and watch the game uh-huh um it's funny i feel like every time we go to college street and for you guys who for the listeners who aren't from toronto college is just a like little italy kind of downtown um we talked about a story last time when we went for a drive on college after the Italy game and like these guys were like coming up to us, whatever. I feel like things always happen on college. Like, I don't know why I was walking on college and this drunk guy, like last time we told the story, it was like guys asking us to get shots with them. They weren't drunk and like creepy. This guy was like a little bit like drunk and creepy, you know, like when, when people just like stumble out of nowhere. Like, I don't know his where he came from. His pants were, like, from. to his knees. His pants was, were, like, like falling down. He, like, rolled his top up, sweating buckets. And I'm just, like... And I didn't, like... I, we were just taking a stroll, having some ice cream. Like, there were people there, like, actually partying. Like, people were partying, getting fucked up. But we, like... I had just finished work and friends, same with her. So we were just, like, going for a drive. And then we got out of the car and we started walking. This guy literally comes out of nowhere. He's like, hey. Like, he's like, hey. Hey, you. I was, Do you want to play soccer with us? I was like, no thanks. He's like, are you sure? And he falls. I'm like, yeah. Wait, was it the same guy who fell? Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. I didn't really see. And then he comes up to me, close to my face. Like, very close to my face. He's like, oh, you have such nice eyes. And, like, thank you. Like, that's really nice of you. But when people say that and they're looking directly into my eyes. And, like, he's, like, he was taller than me. So, he was, like, looking down at my face so close. Like, yeah. I feel rude. But I was just like, thanks. Like, uh. Like, like you what know else what are you mean? supposed to do though? Like say like it's nothing. It's like, just so awkward. What are you doing in that those situations? Do you back away and just like get the like st- personal bubble? I've and then he goes up to friend. He like skims her face. Like you got nice eyes too. Oh no, he was looking at my eyes. Oh, <laughs> he was looking at my chest. <laughs> and my cousin was like, "Ew!" I was like, "Hey, I'm leaving." He said nice eyes while looking at your. He, I think he meant like my like yeah. I was like, all right, really my eyes. Anyways, my Z was like, "You guys are like," and then we were like walking and. It's different, like, obviously, I'm, I'm I'm a nice person, like, I was giving people, like, like fist, it's still COVID, but I was giving people, like, fist pump, or, like, guys were, like, giving high fives. Guys or girls. Yeah, and my Z was like, oh, you guys are so, like, mesomorta, like, very, like, like, not very, like, exciting, like, you kind of have a resting bitch face, but I've also, like, I want to talk about this with, like, our guests next week, so I won't get too much into it, but I've, like, developed social anxiety now, like, to a T, where, I like, I feel- I think a lot of people have. I just feel home. weird around people and like I don't know how to act sometimes around people when they say stuff I'm like I become really weird I don't know it's it's very recent because I never used to be like that um but yeah it wasn't so more like I was being a bitch I was just kind of like I didn't really know how to act with a bunch of people like coming up to me and like talking I'm like eh but but yeah that was our little week um yeah anyways I thought that that was just funny because like things always happen on college street and like yeah sometimes I feel like a bitch but like I don't know. It's it's hard as like a woman to find the balance between being friendly and like letting guys or like girls whoever like 
come into your personal space and like you just have to be nice or like you'll get called a bitch you know what I mean like the worst is when you're getting cat called and you don't turn around this has happened to me so many times it's probably happened to so many other women when you're walking you get cat called they're like oh hey Bella ciao like look at me oh you're so and like you don't turn around because like I don't know you just don't like I don't know or if they're like oh nice fucking whatever ass or like you don't look and then they get mad they're like yeah fuck you you're a bitch you know how many times that's happened not only that and they're like oh smile you can smile yeah oh you I'm just saying hi like you don't have to be a bitch that's happened so many times and it's like okay I'm not trying to be a bitch but also maybe sometimes I just don't feel like getting catcalled so it's like where's the where do you draw the line between not there's a difference between getting catcalled and being complimented and you can tell the difference I know, but I'm saying like internally how I feel. I personally struggle with drawing the line between, oh my God, I don't want to look rude and not turn around when, you know, someone's like complimenting me. And also like, I want to respect myself just because he's saying, oh, you're so pretty, turn around, smile. I also want to respect myself at the same time. So it's hard. It's, sometimes it's hard to draw the line to struggle within yourself. But there is a difference between being catcalled and, and being complimented. Okay, so you guys, so we're talking about Sex Life. This Netflix show came out. And you guys don't need to be watching it to like listen to what we're going to talk about. Because it's just topics in that have like, that was were brought up in the TV show that like I was kind of thinking about. This is literally it in a nutshell. This lady, I think she's, I don't even know how... This lady looks like she's 20 and, like, 50 at the same time. I don't know how old this girl is supposed to be in this show. But this mom... I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> this mom, whatever, she's, she's married really with kids. Though. Yeah, she's married with kids. And she has, like, a really fucking good-looking husband. Like, her kids are... Ew, I don't That kid annoys me. But anyways, she has a good-looking husband, but he's not, like, fulfilling her sexually. Like, they don't have, I guess, like, a good sex life. So she always thinks... She's always thinking and fantasizing about her ex, Brad... Who used to ha- they used to have like adventures with and like wild like sex and all that shit. But not even that, just like adventures and just ha- she had a really like free like. She's basically reminiscing about her her life when she was like a different girl, like different version, of different herself. version of herself with this guy Brad. But it was with him, it wasn't like by herself. It was with Brad, like her ex boyfriend. And essentially, what she does is like writes in her like journal, which is her laptop, which I found kind of funny. Like yeah, that was weird. Like why is your Ooh. journal like your Google Docs? And then you just leave it open. Like, of course. Oh, anyways, that was stupid. So she writes in her Google Doc journal about all, like, the adventures they had and about her thoughts. And it's all about Brad. The husband finds it. It's weird tension. The husband tries to change for her and be more like Brad, but doesn't end up working out. And then basically, like, it's just that. Long story short, the husband and Brad end up meeting and the husband knows about Brad. Like, they actually meet. And it's just, like, weird vibes. Like, Brad's like, oh, I know you want this. Like, I know you want that adrenaline still. And then the husband's like, what the fuck? Anyways, their marriage struggles a lot. He thinks that she's cheating on him, but she doesn't actually physically cheat on him until spoiler alert the very end she decides you know what i want to save my marriage because her husband finally had enough of her shit he's like fuck you like i've tried like i've changed and you you're still not happy like i don't know what you want blah 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 um and she was like no i decide to be with you so they were working on it her and her husband worked on it they were happy blah blah and then all of a sudden brad pops up again in her head and then in the end she like it ends with her running to brad's apartment and saying like i just want to like just so you know i'm not leaving my husband i'm here to just like have sex and that's it and it ends so it's like it's like the whole notion is that she has like a large appetite for life like she's a mother and she's um she has her children she's married she's a mother but just because she's a wife and she's a mother doesn't mean that she can't have those wants and desires and like she wants it all you know what I mean and why can't women have it all so it's okay to express all sides of yourself however why but like 
it's just kind of like yeah you could have it all but I, i'm confused like have it all in terms of a husband kids and then and like, then a boyfriend still, like, you want to have hooking up with like another a- guy that like you dream about i'm confused you know i that, was that, so it just didn't i did not like her this this is the thing if you're gonna be so stuck in like the past and about who you were in the past obviously there's something not fulfilled there right but like why are you married with kids like i like why are you dragging your husband through like your like, your husband's like that's a past like leaving the past and trying to move on and you're so stuck in the fucking past about how who you used to be like this is, and it also made me scared to get married, this fucking show. It made her, she, like, looked miserable with this, like, really cute husband who was so nice to her, who did everything for her, and she had two kids, and she was, like, miserable, and, like, she didn't even, like, like, it was funny because, you know that scene where they're all in the daycare, and the moms were, like, so excited to stay, and she, did, like, didn't want to be there? Mm-hmm. It's like, why are you a mom? And that's kind of, like, the overarching, like, point at least one of the topics i want to come across is like how society labels or like wants to make women feel right like or not wants to make women feel but the external pressures of like young women who maybe aren't moms or like wives yet like us let's say thinking about you know like when you get married and have children that's it like then then like that's your career and that's that it's personally something that like i struggle with in my mind because i don't want that to be me if I'm being completely honest. And I don't think that it needs to be. Like, I don't think that you need to get married, have children, and then you're putting your 20s and, like, what you aspired for so much behind. And, like, those days are over. Because they're not. And yeah. I know that a lot of now modern, you know, women, like, in this day and age, like, that's not the case. They're still continuing to be boss-ass bitches just like they were and still love their kids just as much. Like, I totally get that. But I also get the fact that you want that adventure. You want that adrenaline. It's almost like, do I pick... Like, it's almost like you, sometimes we feel like we need to get it all over with now before you, like, have kids. Yeah, like, right? This girl, this girl. But no, I'm not talking about the show. I'm talking about I know, but I'm saying, like, this girl uh, got married and she stopped going for her master's for psychology. Like, why did you have to stop doing that? And she was blaming her marriage for her not being able to pursue, like, her dream of being a psychologist, like, like, um, a psychologist, like, a registered psychologist. And it's like, but when you get married, why do you need to stop doing those things? Like, just because you have other responsibilities doesn't mean that you have to leave that part of yourself like in, in your 20s it's hard because we don't know how it feels because we're not married we don't have kids I understand the way that, i think but... of it is that like your partner or whoever you are you guys should be mutually supporting each other and if a kid comes along a kid comes along and like i don't know see that's the part where i get stuck well, I, I guess just, we don't know you're right we don't know like she i just spent, kind of she's definitely having a midlife crisis and we don't know how that feels like that's why she kept thinking about like her in her 20s so we don't know what that feels like obviously but, yeah, but i'm not talking about the show anymore this was just like a perspective that we gained from the show i'm actually talking about real life like when you think about having a kid aren't you like okay then like then what like everything's about your kid you know what i mean so it's like all these dreams and aspirations that we've all had yeah, and, and throughout then, our 20s like where do they go after you have a kid that's like, i think a lot of a question that a lot of us who are not married or with kids at that stage yet have and i'm not saying you can't have that because i'm sure there's so many women out there that have that but i don't think that you should have to pick i think that you can have both whilst at the same time i maybe you can't because i don't know how like i don't know like that's just such a a big like question in today's and then i think if you don't aren't that kind of mom who stays home with their kids and does everything with them, you're, like, penalized for yeah. it. Like, if you get a nanny, if you get, like, a childcare worker to help you out, if you get, like, if you put your kids in daycare and don't spend time with them the first, like, I don't know, two years of their life, whatever, and you're trying to, like, go more towards your, your career and you focus on your goals and you're kind of, like, you're not, you're a bad mom. Like, you're, like, not a good mom if you do that. 
Side note, this is actually funny because it reminded me of it. I told Martina this when I was watching the show with her. The psychic told my psychic told me, like this lady I went to, that I'm gonna be having two kids, but she sees me standing up, not really like looking at them, and they're on the ground on the floor. And she didn't seem very happy about it. She's like, take that as you may. But like I just see like them on the floor and you standing up, like not really like focused. I was like, um So what you don't care about your kids? I'm gonna be a bad mom. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is that even supposed to mean? But that reminded me of her because her kids were just fucking chilling there. Second, the fact that this, the fact, the whole thing about romanticizing cheating on like your spouse. Yeah. There's one thing if you're a polygamist. Cool. That's what you decide to do. But I think we need to be careful with how we interpret shows like this. And I understand this show was all about trying to empower women. Like shows are always about guys. Guys and their sexuality and their sexual desires. But women can also have those sexual desires too. And want to have that adrenaline and want to have all that. And I understand that. And I totally think that that's okay. But there were just so many things wrong. There's just so much wrong with like portraying this in a way that's like, healthy yeah first off i've said this before and people like don't agree when they say like you know like you you said there's no such thing as mentally cheating like it makes sense this was literally a prime example of that like you can mentally cheat writing about your ex-boyfriend while you're in a while you're in a relationship with your husband or like current boyfriend that's fucking cheating dude you, you're if you're thinking about the people that you've been with in the past and romanticizing it and fantasizing about like shit that you've done adventures oh my but my husband's not this my ex my boyfriend's not this he doesn't give me my what my ex-boyfriend gives me you're emotionally and mentally cheating i think it's just because you didn't get caught doesn't mean that you're not mentally cheating i agree i agree and i think it's natural for people to wonder about like what could have been at a certain point in their life whether that has to do with a relationship a job um their personality if they chose like you know what i mean like it's it's natural to wonder what could have been at a certain point in your life but but don't dwell on it you can dwell I think on it forever. to dwell on what could this relationship have been what could this have job what could this job have been for me what could this opportunity have been for me whatever the case may be to dwell on it you're kind of wishing you still live that reality and validating that you're not happy with your current situation therefore get out of your current situation and do something about it but don't get out like communicate with like your partner about it but don't i don't think it's right to romanticize or like showcase the fact that or like emphasize the fact that you can dream of all these things and dwell on these things and have them while still having a husband and kids because in the end of the show that's what happened everything that she like that she kept thinking about like her sexual fantasies with him not only that but that and just like the adrenaline she had when she was with the ex in general but she also loved her husband he was so nice to her and her kids she got all that in the end anyways we don't know if there's a second season but like that was just so she che- she's cheating did she really because the husband's like now thinking but that's what i mean what like that's fuck? why i don't get the show it's saying like oh you can have it all but really you can't because the husband's gonna leave you like he doesn't want to be well he, uh, he's also gonna cheat with the boss like it's just fucking weird i just it's a weird show but it just brought up so many things another thing that i want to talk about was also um the whole thing we're talking about like if you're not happy like 
like your partner tries to change for you whatever but where yes, is like let's the, talk about changing. where is the threshold of like how much you can really change for somebody and like if you really if it's that it's really healthy i'll have to make a reference again to the show in order to see what i'm talking about for example again referencing the show the husband started to be more like the ex and started to like you know fulfill her sexual desires or try to be like a badass kind of like guy like they went to this weird fucking sex part that was no, that so was weird. A swinger. It was like a, a swinger party. party and like I don't know, a bunch of rando shit happened that I thought was so fucking that weird. Was so weird. You guys need to watch the show if you haven't. It's like so good, but so They bad. went to like a swinger party basically and like we're trying to like experiment with like what they like. But you can tell like I felt bad the husband was like yakking and shit in the back of the bathroom when he was alone because he was so like disgusted, disgusted by, like, with himself and what he was doing. And the girl and the girl did like didn't really care like she didn't even realize so my question is like how much is how much changing is like too much in order to be with somebody me no, personally rephrase it is it okay to change for your partner to try and fulfill their needs and is it okay for you to try and change your partner to fulfill your needs so it's basically a question of how do you feel if you were the one that have to try and change to meet their needs and how do you feel about you being the one asking them or trying to make them change to try and fulfill your needs mm-hmm. you get it mm-hmm. i think personally i am naturally a people pleaser so i do try and like i do try and please but in my current relationship now i haven't had to like ever change who i am at my core to meet like roman's needs because he accepts me for who i am you know what i mean however there are times that i want to change for myself not because he he's asked me to or he wants me to but sometimes i feel like my partner or i feel like other people whether it's friends my boyfriend whoever family they make me realize things about myself when they're talking to me kind of like constructive criticism and it makes me want to work on myself so not necessarily change myself, but work on certain areas from their little boost or from a conversation with these people or my relationship with these people in general, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. On the other end of the spectrum, do I think it's okay to ask someone to change for you? I mean, ultimately, no. And I just don't think that somebody can fully change for you. They're I think it just depends. It just depends like what you want change is it communication between you guys because you can definitely work on that no that's different that's a totally different question it's changing as a person like for example in this movie he is not somebody who enjoys or like ever did that adrenaline rush type of sexual thing he wasn't a sexual i think i think it's fine for them to try it and if they don't like it you can't force him to obviously like that if that's not who he is like if he wants to try it out like because he said in the show i want to try this these things out with you that's fine but ultimately if he doesn't like it you're pushing someone to cross boundaries that like are making them actually feel sick to them stomach and like you're not really giving a shit that that's different i would not ask someone to do that for me and i wouldn't want me doing that for somebody else and i think if that's the case then it's either you're growing with each other or you're growing apart from each other you just kind of gotta like if you're growing with each other that's fine you gotta obviously have boundaries if you're growing growing apart from each other you gotta realize that and like do something to fix it that's why i don't know why these people didn't go to therapy he's a psychologist so you're saying that if you're growing with each other that means that if you're growing with each other that means that you guys are kind of working on things together and as your relationship as you're a figuring whole. out what you like and what you don't like as a couple because there's there's but if you're growing apart from each other you gotta fix it you gotta realize what 
is causing that like separation rather than trying to change your personality to come back together if it's something that's unfixable then like uh. I, i think the verdict is right now from both of us is that if you're growing apart and it's unfixable and you know you've tried to work on the relationship in general there's no point in changing each other you're going to resent each other. other you're going to resent yeah. the other person if you try to change them or if they try to change you. You're going to resent. And also, if you if in your head you know this person can't change, you're always going to want what they're not going to be. Like this bitch who's, who's always dreaming about Brad, who her husband is definitely not Brad. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And like listen, always- not everybody has the same opinions or like way of doing things. Like no matter who you're with, you're not going to be 100% similar. So you kind of have to also be willing to accept those things that you can't change. You know, like if you really love the person, you're going to be willing to accept, not only accept, but appreciate and admire those things that you can't change. Be like, you know what? This is what makes him or her, him or her. Like that's what makes you you. Those things that you can't change, that's what makes you you. So you wanting to change that, change an aspect of someone's personality or being is already a red flag like you shouldn't be with that person and like Fran already said like you already said if it's something like communication issues or like what, what other kind of uh, that's basically the only thing communication issue like, no well this this whole thing was about sexual communication sexual communication that's what actual, their marriage. actual communication um the way that you like live amongst each other the way you cohabitate th- those are all things that you can like change work on but like i said actual personality traits or who they are as a person if you even have an inkling like but you can change you that, but the whole show was asking can you change your partner sexually if like, that's what the whole thing was about ultimately no like if he cannot but it wasn't about that because he did those things and she still didn't like she still wanted the other guy so it wasn't about it wasn't the sexual um communication or desires that she wanted out of her current i guess because the ex was like a badass it was it was the actual person that she didn't want so no matter how nice he was no matter how many of these sexual things that he did for her that she wanted that the other guy also did she always wanted the other guy because even when her husband did do the things that she wrote about in her journal what happened yeah she like didn't i felt bad for him at that point yeah you actually really start to feel bad for him okay last question that we're gonna ask because this came out, this this was like an actual theme in the show. Can you have both stability and erotic passion in a relationship? Because they were saying, in a relationship, you can't have someone who provides for you, who makes you feel safe, who's like that husband material, and then also somebody who provides risk, adventure. I think that's bullshit. Hmm. I think you can have somebody who provides you stability in a relationship, makes you feel safe, provides you with a home, uh, or like what love and like feeling secure and safe and the other per- and the person can still give you like adventure and risk and make you feel like i don't know erotic you know what i mean, you know what I mean? like yeah. why does there have to be two separate such separate personalities like in people why can't like it be like i don't know how to, like they were making yeah, it but seem I like think it's it so depends divided. on you like that doesn't really make sense to me because like if somebody wants that stability whatever all of that but then they also want the adventurous side and the risk takers like don't you also have to be contributing to that if you're if you're like looking for that all out of the other person then no you're not going to get both you're probably going to like you know what I mean if you want your husband to be like working hard every day be stay you know if you want like a really stable household you want everything to be okay they're obviously working hard every day taking care of your kids but you also want someone who's going to go on random adventures for you like 
like I don't know I guess no I don't think that can happen all at the same time I I think that it can happen all with the same person but at different stages of your life I don't think so so when you're married, you can't have adventures and risk. And no, you can, but I'm saying her her question was like she wanted that daily, like she wanted both relationships in one. So yeah, her husband went not. to her husband went to work every day from nine to five, and he was this big investor guy, right? Lawyer, like a or, lawyer. No, I think it was. He was like a lawyer. He was he worked at a law firm. No, an investment firm. Oh, it wasn't a lawyer. I don't think he was a lawyer because he was like pitching ideas to invest. Stuff. Okay, okay. Anyways, he, he worked at this big investment firm and he was always working. Then he would come home, make dinner, watch the kids. And then she would like breastfeed her baby and then they would go to bed and like repeat. You know what I mean? Like they had this really gorgeous home and she stopped her master's to do all this stuff. I mean, no. at the Like, yeah, sure, they can like do sexual things adventurously but like she wanted that bad boy lifestyle she thought about like going to the clubs and this and that you can't really do that at the same time if the guy's yeah. going to work like, every why day. like have kids if you want that like tangibly you know what i mean but i do agree that one person can pro- provide you with both things both things but i think it's just at different stages of your life and i also think that just because she was a mom and a wife they could still have fun but it's just in different ways you know what i mean i, I like i also think it's better not to have that every single day if you're like you have responsibilities to uphold as like, like a, let's be realistic it. like let's be realistic here you know what i mean like i think that like obviously we're not parents so we don't know and we're not married so we don't know but i really do think that like you can have it all just you have to recognize you have responsibilities too like this is a tv show like realistically but i, I read I know, a, lot a lot of reviews probably that, go through this yeah like i read a lot of reviews being like this is how i feel when i had my baby i felt like i was just like trapped in my house and i wasn't the same person i totally get i don't get it but i can see how that would make sense i just think that like it's just a stage of your life you know what i mean like i don't know really how to answer that i just think that you can have both just at different times you're not gonna be able to have a stable husband who works all day provide you with a stable income you also work all day and maybe are providing yourself with a stable income but then also that night go be adventurous until 3 a.m and take a fucking one night trip to miami and then come home and feed your kid like it's not going to happen all in one night i think it's just being okay with having both at different times yeah i agree and i don't know end of the day this show made me nervous to like actually like grow up a little bit like and like get married and stuff because it made it look like she was so fucking miserable with this like amazing husband and okay stuff. but and she was, was like under communicating like that's not real she pissed me off she, you guys she watch literally the show, did not say anything so fucking annoying yeah she, she didn't, didn't say anything and the him. smallest thing like her tying her shoe she's like brad used to tie his shoe too like Shut the fuck up. You're so annoying. And the amount of That's times... That's realistic, though. The amount of times... I don't know. I just... It was... I don't know. I think it was obviously a, a, a like, portrayed a lot more intensely than, like, the normal... Like, it was how, exaggerated. Yeah, it was very exaggerated. But I don't know. I had a lot of questions, and I'm glad that we just kind of got that out because... Let us know what you think, especially if you guys are, like, if there's any, like, mothers listening to this. I know a lot of guys may not have any input, and we do have some men listen, that listen to this, but... Any, like, people who are mothers out there... Well, no, it can be reversed. Yeah, I mean, it could be reversed, too, for sure. I don't think people are going to really look that deep into it, and they're just going to say yes, because they're not actually thinking about what that means. Watch the show, and then let us know what you guys think. But not even about the show. Like, actually think about what that means. You're just going to be like, yeah, you can still have fun and, like, be stable. Because I think that. But, like, it's hard to, like, put yourself in, like... I don't know. I think we would need to ask people who have those types of responsibilities... Well, people right now, them. we're on our journey to adulting. You know what I mean. So we don't have that response, those huge responsibilities like kids, like our own house. Maybe all next stuff. time we'll have a. Anyways, sorry, little like blank because we just 
fucking had a great idea of what we're going to do for the podcast in the next few weeks. So we have a guest, guests, I guess, who we're going to um, go into detail about these questions because I think it's very important. I don't know. I'm just like curious because I don't know. I'm not there. You know what I mean? I think it's important too. Like as people like in their earliest 20s, like I'm in my earliest 20s, friends in their earliest 20s, you don't really think about these things like, oh, when I'm a mom, blah, blah, blah. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But we personally don't. And we know it's going to happen like someday, like in the next five to 10 years probably. But it's scary when you think about it because it's like, how is that going to happen? Am I going to have to give up everything that I love and everything that I've worked for? And all like, is all this for nothing? Like, how does that transition work? I think that's something that a lot of us think about. And like a lot of people, you know, a lot of moms on Instagram make it look so really easy. And like, I love that. And like, that's great. But at the, but realistically, it's probably so fucking hard. Like what happens in your marriage, in your relationship? Anyways, guys, that was a good episode. Sorry for the abrupt change of topic, but no worries. Next week, we are going to have our Mind, Body, Soul series with our guest on. So stay tuned for that. And yeah. Anyways. Wish Italy some fucking luck because we need to win this game so we can all party and have shots. All right, guys. Bye.